It's Friday, December 29th, 2023, and this is episode 39 of The Mike Newman Show, where once again, Dr. Tim and I get together at our favorite North Austin eatery for a little breakfast, maybe Migas, probably a Hill Country breakfast today, and uh, talk about something. And we'll figure that out here and get on with it and catch you at the end. Well, how you been? Well, I've been better. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, we're, we're squarely in one of the many allergy seasons here in Texas. It's uh, apparently cedar is on its way if it's not here already. All the trees are. We have fall in December, don't we? Pretty much. Yeah, they. Uh, my I have some guys that come every other week and mow the yard mm-hmm. but this time of year mostly they rake leaves and uh one uh, one guy spent uh, pretty much an afternoon uh last week raking the leaves up and, mm-hmm. and uh, bagging them up and hauling them off and i was noticing as i walked out this morning that it's time to do that again because oh, yeah. they all fell off again so and you have far more trees than i do i've got one and we just kind of watch that tree. It's a it's a native pecan tree, and it's a nice tree. Um, but it's been dropping its leaves since probably mid November. Yeah. And then this last week, it was like magic. They all just came tumbling down. Well, it's interesting. We're what are we, we're at the end of the year, literally, and we haven't actually had a hard freeze yet. And generally, yeah. it's a, the hard freeze that will take out mm-hmm. finally take out the leaves on a lot of the trees and. And this year we've had no hard freeze yet, and and the leaves are just slowly dribbling off, which means that yep. they're always falling down in the in the yard and always there to be be uh, raked raked up, roke up. Anyway, rake it, rakey rake raked. So I so, was thinking about yeah, we had uh, a topic kind of a top soil sort of. It's a good one. As 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 uh, as as a a really old guy now, and I I. I think for about 25 years I've been thinking of myself as an old guy, and I realize now that uh, uh, getting close to 80, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I really do qualify as an old guy now. And it, it, it was dawning on me, just as trying to think of, uh, of something to talk about a, a little bit, that, that it, it might, be, might be interesting. Who knows? We, mm-hmm. we never know when we go into this if you think whether something's going to be interesting or not. But it might be interesting to think a little bit about how we pursue a year <clears throat> as we go through our lives. Because I certainly know that, that, that what comprises a year today is mm-hmm. very different from what comprised a year when I was a young boy back in western Oklahoma. Yeah. And by that, I mean, how do I think of a year? I, I, I guess we, we're, we're, we're creatures of evolution. The, 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 the earth goes around the sun once a year, uh, which means that weather patterns uh, replicate on an annual basis. And we're tilted on an axis, which gives us seasons, which is nice. Yeah, and, uh, and so how do, we, how do we socially or sociologically, I guess, get go through a year, perceive a year as it mm-hmm. goes by. And I know that, that certainly when I was much younger, well, pretty much the year was defined or delineated by school. Mm-hmm. And, or perhaps I should say school and play. Mm-hmm. So the, the year in those days began in... But Labor Day. Yeah. Labor Day was the beginning. Late August, early September. Yeah. yeah. For, for me, Labor Day was the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and th- that was largely because uh, school Four generally years. started the, yeah. first, the first open day after Labor Day. So mm-hmm. Tuesday after Labor Day, school started. And the holiday seasons, the various holidays around the, around the year, mm-hmm. Uh, kind of delineated transitions from one little period to the next. Right. And so the, the, the school year was divided into two semesters for me. Mm-hmm. And the, the first semester ended generally at the first of the year, right, or, or shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. And the second semester uh, began, and that ended 
sometime in a May time frame, whenever we melded, melded into summer. Mm-hmm. And over the summer, then that was playtime. So things, for at least in, young, in my youngest days, that was playtime. And so things would go a little bit different. And then came, uh, then came August. And August was the carriage return line feed for the year. That was a weird month. <clears throat> it, it always was a, year, a, 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 a weird month. And at the end of it, the new year started, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. so uh, that, that my year ran from Labor Day to Labor Day. Yeah. And August was the, as I say, carriage return line feed. It was, it was a, a, a weird month. But at the end of it, at the beginning of it, you were in the last year. And at the end of it, you were to the next year. Yeah. So that, that, was, that was the way I went through a, a year when I was very young. When I got into graduate school, the year really went. Well, and that varied a little bit. So you, when you're very young, you're probably elementary school. And then you're thinking, you, know, you get into the junior high, high school, because then you got football. So then you, you overlay, when I said August would get weird, that's when you were starting your football two-a-days and all that kind of stuff. You, you, you know you're in this transition to the next year, um, and you haven't quite let go of summer yet because you still have all those things that you kind of want to do, but now you're into the busyness, or at least I felt in junior high and high school, you know, the two-a-days up, up before the sun's up and then just working <laughs> on, yeah. on a football field just to, with, with your buds and figuring out how not to tick off the coach or, or whatever. And then, but you're, you're working toward that goal of the start of the school year, which was kind of the start of the football season, at right. least overlaid in that way. But, yeah, then when you get on to college and, you know, life after high school, it takes on a different color. It does, and, and uh, different things different things impact you. Uh, well, certainly, as I say, when I got into to, to, to graduate school, college was 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 kind of the same. It was was uh, uh, it was different from from high school and junior mm-hmm. high school and elementary school, but it was probably more the same from a, the perspective of how the year, the cycle of the year went. It was probably more like the earlier rather than the later. Mm-hmm. When I got into to graduate school, uh, I was driven by access to uh, equipment. Yeah. All right. So we had we had we had a couple of particle accelerators or atom smashers, as uh, mm-hmm. the, the more common term, uh, in grad school, and, and I used those for experimental work. And as I was uh, had certain demands on time on the accelerators mm-hmm. from the that, that derived from the experiments that I was running uh, when I could get the time on the machines was really a defining factor in how I looked at a year yep and and so I tended as a particularly as a low man on a totem pole I just generally got the got a, a lot of machine time between Thanksgiving and the middle of January. Uh, anybody that had any stroke at all wanted to go home right. or, or have a holiday or do something. Sure. Uh, I often found myself uh, by myself uh, run, running experiments and and uh, trying to keep a a, a, a twelve keep a, pace. Yeah. a twelve MeV particle accelerator running uh, uh, over uh, the, the Christmas and New Year holiday. Uh, so so as you do as. I, I did well yeah. uh, until one year when a when a a, 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 a very uh, a stable motor generator that was used to provide uh, very high uh, or, or very uh, what I want to very stable a very mm-hmm. stable power source for for an analyzing magnet uh, which you use to determine energy of particles uh, decided to blow up. It did a unscheduled rapid. Cat- catastrophic self-disassembly is the way I referred to it. Uh, the, 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 a motor generator has a, uh, a, a electric motor. That and this spins had a giant a, flywheel in it, didn't it? It, it has a giant flywheel in it, yeah. yes. It, 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 and the whole idea is to, 
to have a, an electric motor that drives a, a flywheel that drives a generator, and the generator then creates a very stable power source, more stable than the, mm-hmm. the wall power that goes into driving the motor. Right. So you can drive the motor with, uh, with uh, rough power, if you will, Mm-hmm. But you then drive they use the motor to drive a generator, which drives drives or provides very stable power, mm-hmm. and you feed that into a magnet. And mm-hmm. when you run a beam of beam of charged particles through a magnet, uh, depending upon the uh, amount of power that you're providing to the magnet, you bend the particle path. stream, okay, yeah, the path, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you can select energies. You know how 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 far you bend is de- determined or is determined by the energy that mm-hmm. is in the particle stream, and so that's the way you derive particles. Well, a motor generator has a a brushing housing uh, on the generator side, uh, basically uh, uh, a, 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 a a series of brushes that touch against a turning shaft, mm-hmm. and that essentially allows you to 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 uh, dr- drive uh, the the generator and to p- power an electrode rotating mm-hmm. electrode so that you can create direct current power sure. off of it yep and so you've got you've got very very big windings of lots and lots of copper wire so you you've got a lot of once you start uh, Things rotating at uh, so several thousand. This thing's thousand bigger than a bread basket. It is, it, yeah. It's about the size of a no, half the size of a Volkswagen Beetle, if you will. Okay. You know? So it's just about that size. Yeah. So good size. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's turning very, very rapidly, and with lots of windings. Uh, when it's turning rapidly, you've got a lot of power stored into the electromagnetic field around mm-hmm. this sucker, and all of a sudden, the brushing housing. Decided one morning in early January that, okay, life as we know it has decided to come to an end. Done. It broke, and the housing really was sucked into the rotating uh, uh, coils of copper wire. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of did a stop, you know, stop on a dime. Which meant that you had this very large electromagnetic field collapse, and when it does that, it literally generates several hundred, if not several thousand, amperes of electricity for a very small, brief period of time. Yikes! That creates a lot of a lot of heat, and that melts a lot of copper wire, and it creates a lot of smoke, and it sounds a little bit like a jet engine that's coming to a screeching halt. And so wow. that, that happened one morning and yeah. that, that, you know, kind of changed, changed the world. Uh, I saw my, I saw my, your uh, life flash before you. Oh God. Yes. And <laughs> how and, close and, were you to this little, well, I, I, little I, Volkswagen. I had a couple of, I had a couple of very, very solid walls between me and it. Uh, on the other hand, the smoke that completely filled the laboratory was, was, Kind of overwhelming, kind of thick. But more to the point is, yep. I, I guess what 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 really dawned on me is that that I actually needed that thing to be able to run my experiment. Mm-hmm. And I was in the last year, and all of a sudden, I didn't know how yeah. that was going to get to be replaced. Sure. And I didn't have all of the data that I needed, and you know, my 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 world kind Yikes. of came collapsing down. Yeah, I your, thought your schedule. Fortunately. After about oh three or four hours, the, 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 this this happened about uh, oh four o'clock in the morning when I was alone in the in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, four or five hours later, everybody started filtering in, and, and finally the uh, the head electronic technician guy showed up, the the guy that knew how right. and everything worked, and he kind of took it all in stride. The, the smoke filled building. It, Kind of got everybody's attention, yeah. but he kind of took it all in stride, and he he went over. He, he he kind of looked at it, and he went over to his desk, and he pulled down a, an equipment catalog and started <laughs> looking through. and And fortunately, I hadn't appreciated the fact that that whereas the motor generator was used as a as a stable power source, 
when I was there, that, that had actually been determined about oh, 15 years earlier, and technology had changed since then. They just didn't have a real reason to change it. Time for an upgrade, but as long as old Bessie was spinning, that was just, it. Just write it. Yeah. So James came in. He looked at his catalog and said, "Oh, here's here's what we can do." And it, it was a it was a now a rack mounted power supply that provided the stable power source. And he ordered one, and it came in in a week. And you know, came in a pizza box instead it, of in the half the size of a as car. Half the size of a car, exactly. Uh, it really, that literally was the was wow. the case. But it, it, it got my attention. But I guess it, it blew your schedule, or it, at least a little bit. A little it, bit. It, it yeah. brought that threat to mind of like, all right, I, I kind of know how my calendar's going to work here. <laughs> I got this slot. Nobody's around. I get through that. And and I think we've observed over the years that that, that is a time of, I mean, I just went through a little bit of it myself the last couple of weeks. I decided to work through the, the holiday period because really didn't have anywhere that I needed to go really wanted to invest in going it costs money to travel and and all that and and then you find yourself kind of holding the, the the last candle <laughs> in the office either physically or virtually and you kind of have expectations for that period of time so kind of when when you brought up the topic i got thinking about how a typical year i frame it in my mind and, and i think of it now and, and you're right, it changed over time. It was lockstep with school year. It was lockstep with summer vacation and what that looked like at different ages. And then now that I'm, I don't know, probably 30 years into whatever I call a career, it's more locked to the calendar, but yet also semi-linked to, you know, the company I've worked for or around in the, in the industry I'm in is very... Eurocentric. We, we've got a lot of uh, European contributors in the companies and the industry, and those guys, they hardcore, they hardcore vacation <laughs> in the summer. And you know, as hard as it is to find people around this time of year, that there are literally jokes about it. And I almost got in trouble for posting an article <laughs> on the old uh, Slumberger door there of. There was a quote about a Dassault um, executive, and somebody in the, it was an American paper, and it said, it being August in France, no one was available for comment. <laughs> so I clipped that off, and I stuck it up in my, you know, those, those doors were all floor-to-ceiling glass, and I put it in there, and uh, my boss came by, and he goes, that is fantastic, but you probably should take it down. <laughs> So you get different cycles and you're impacted by folks, you know, you, you directly associate with. But I, what, what first popped into my mind is, is expectations versus, um, well, you just have an expectation. There, there's this whole thing built into us by media, by advertising of year-end sales or, you know, year-end things or um, um resolutions for the new year and all that and we and we we set this January 1 mark and over the last probably seven or eight years I've just gradually kind of worked to let go of that I just look at things as when people are going to be around or when they're not going to be around mm-hmm. or when family's going to be available or not available and that, and depending on the family in the different times, that's very focused on the school but, year. But it's interesting. You're, you're yeah. talking about it now as if this is the way it works. And I guess my whole point coming into this mm-hmm. is that you've had at least, well, at least I've had, I've had at least six different ways that Phases. a year works. Yeah. Right? So, so uh, I guess the, 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 the interesting thing to me is how that, how that has changed over time. Sure. And indeed, as, as old now, mm-hmm. I, I find that there is no year anymore. Mm. It is it is a continuum, and mm. I kind of go from, if you will, at best, slightly significant events to the next slightly significant event. Mm-hmm. And uh, in looking in retrospect, I can recognize that a year has passed, but I really never thought of it as a year passing. And so that, 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 that the holiday season, as, mm-hmm. as an example, it, 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 
it flowed in this year. I, uh, I, I, I didn't. I, I mean, I recognized the onset of, of Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. the coming of Christmas, and now the coming of the new year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, it just kind of came and went. Christmas came and went, and 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 I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the experience. Um, but I started thinking then about New Year's and the the the, the, the special thing that we'll we'll do i mean we'll do as a family or i'll mm-hmm. do as a person and after that it'll flow into the next thing i have i'm not sure what it what it'll be what will attract my attention whether it's it's something like uh uh like uh valentine's day yeah or or birthdays coming up mm-hmm. uh, my family we have a number of birthdays that come through in in february and march and mm-hmm. early april or uh, is it going to be the onset of summer and the fact that it's hot and, and yeah. uh, you know things change? So so the year becomes much more of a of a continuum as yeah. as as I've gotten older, versus the the very specific annual cycle that occurred uh, when I was young and in in, uh, in the elementary school. It was so much more um, uh, highlighted or stark. I guess that's the word I want to use. The, the start of the school year was kind of the focus of, for so many things, and that was your, your main activity outside of your home right. as a kid. And so I guess that, that does make a very clear line and all the things within it, like the different sports seasons, um, you know, just the fact that you might have snow days where, yeah. where we grew up and, and how you – you anticipated the next storm, right? <laughs> we, you don't get that in the summer, yep. but you, you, that is something specific to uh, at least a winter in, in the Northern Hemisphere. Is yep. Those things are going to happen. So yep. a lot of it's based on your, your climate. You know, I was just in Singapore, and the weather largely doesn't change <laughs> other than... Slightly the, the, wetter or slightly drier. Slightly but, uh, wetter or drier, and I guess it's kind of impacted by monsoon seasons, by weather patterns coming in from other more um, climate-diverse areas where you can spin up storms, and they might just happen to find their way across that that part of the world, but it's pretty... Uh, pretty straightforward there i think probably for both of us there there were so kind of surreal surrealistic periods because of our of our travel that all of a sudden this this week we're in the in the throes of uh, of winter in austin or minnesota <laughs> or wherever but next week we're in sydney australia and it's the middle of the summertime <clears throat> and you know how how we got there is weird because when you pack to to leave home uh when it's when it's 10 degrees outside and at the other end of your plane ride it's going to be 85 degrees outside yep you know carrying the necessary heavy coats and light oh, I did clothing. it all on one trip once it, it was it was Austin to Brazil for a week and then direct ish from Brazil to Paris for cart in November so it was nice and warm down in Brazil for that week. And then I remember connecting through JFK and asking the flight attendant, like, so what do you all do with a six-hour layover at JFK? And she says, well, there's a Hampton Inn <laughs> that, that'll, that'll sell you by the, by the afternoon kind of thing. And go do that, come back, hit the club, get something to eat, and then get on that flight to Paris. And I was like, well, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> but, and then I got to Paris, and it's cold, it's rainy, it's dark, it's, you know, it's you're, you're swapping winter, yes. hemispheres in a day. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's, the globe does play a part. Yeah. I had a, I, I guess, in, in one transition from, uh, from uh, within my life that, that, would ostensibly have a, a significant impact on how I perceived a year, but by by the strange coincidence, it, it kind of lined up, and that was when I went from from completing my work in graduate school to getting my first real job, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it, as it would happen, that that occurred at the end of December. <clears throat> oh yeah. So I literally I, I did a transition. Mm. 
1972 from being a graduate student on the 18th of December to being an employee on the 20th of December. Yeah. So two days, Monday to Monday was the 18th, uh, Wednesday was the uh, the 20th. Uh, I had uh, I had uh, was I completed my oral defense of my PhD dissertation on Monday. Mm-hmm. I had intended I, I had a job lined up. I had I had been lucky enough to get a job with uh, with Schlumberger in mm-hmm. Houston. I was in graduate school in Houston. Mm-hmm. I was going to stay there for for work, which was great. Uh, I had uh, I'd lined the job up uh, all back in the oh, September October time frame. Uh, the people at Somerset were happy. I hadn't completed my dissertation yet, uh, and they said, "You know, what? Once you finish it and you're all through, well, give us a call and you, sure. can, you can show up for work at that point." Yeah. And that was great. Uh, so I uh, uh, had uh, scheduled my um, oral defense. Oh, sometime in uh, in right after Thanksgiving, I guess, or about Thanksgiving, uh, I needed to give. Uh, copies of my dissertation to my committee that was going mm-hmm. to rule on me and uh, yep. give me the uh, uh, conduct the oral defense. Um, and I'd done that a month or two earlier. And so I'd called the folks at Schlumberger and said, uh, I, I should be finished by the end of December uh, so you know, I can start work in the, the new year. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 the gentleman at, at Schlumberger I was dealing with said, well... He said, your, your boss wants to, to take some vacation. And he said, rather than, and he, he wants to take some vacation at the beginning of the year. He said, rather than, rather than waiting until after the first to show up, why don't you just show up as fast as you can right. uh, after you, you do your oral defense? And said, you can at least touch bases with your new boss and line up some reading material or do something. When he goes on vacation, you won't be just totally dead in the water. So I did the oral defense on on Monday, and I showed up to work on Wednesday. And uh, the the gentleman I was talking to, and I still think fondly of him now, Mm -hmm. 50 years later, very fondly of him, uh, said, uh, as he was kind of cajoling me into coming to work a couple of days after my oral, because what I really wanted to do is go have a party. (laughs) He said, said, I know you're you're, you're coming off of of, uh, graduate school. He said, I'll I'll get you a paycheck by the on the first of the month. You know, if you mm-hmm. show up to work on the twentieth, well, I'll, you'll have a paycheck waiting on the first of the month, and and that, that was, sounded pretty good too. It really sounded kind of nice. He said, even if I have to hand write the check, he said, I'll make sure you have it. And it turned out he did. He he, he literally <laughs> hand wrote me a check uh, to show up on the first. But the uh, I I I. I Finished up my my oral defense on uh, on Monday evening. I was really happy. I mean that's that's that was a that was a milestone. Yeah. And uh, uh, took my wife out to dinner, and we had had a great. And I I think Tuesday I slept late, and then Wednesday I had to be up at yep. at work at seven thirty in the morning. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know this was <laughs> that was oh straight and. More than that, I needed to. I have it. I need to be, be be wearing something nice, a jacket and a tie and crap. You know, <laughs> hadn't done that before. Turned out that so that 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 was fine. I showed up on on Wednesday. Uh, uh, my first week at work, I, I had like what, what what would it be four holidays, right? So yeah, that, bang, that was pretty bang, cool. Bang, yeah, right. Christmas Eve, Christmas, the New Year's Eve. Uh, so that worked well. It, it turned out that the that the, the the real favor that the the, the guy told uh, did to me in making yeah. me show up was that that Somerset in those days the uh, the retirement program uh, had a pension, but they also had then a a profit sharing program, uh-huh. and Somerset was was yeah. making money, and so profit sharing meant that at the end of the year you basically got something right. Fifteen percent of your salary mm-hmm. that flowed into a profit sharing investment program. Yeah, that was the start of your of your program. Well, as it turned out that I and I didn't find this out for a year until the the next until Christmas the- that if you were if you were an employee as of the first of the year, then yeah. you got the full right profit sharing. If you started on the first of the year, then that first year you got Gone. a token twenty-five dollar oh, yeah. payment. Yeah, 
Here, go and, buy a couple burgers. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So uh, by by having me start on the twentieth rather than the first, even uh, it made a it made a big difference a year later, and I I went back, and I think I think I'm, I'm not sure if I gave the if I gave uh, Tom, uh, the, the, the guy that I was dealing with, I, I, I'm sure if I gave him a box of candy or a cigar or something, but I, <laughs> I, I know that when I found out the, the favor he had done me, I made, I made it known to him. Yeah. But the, the, the point to it all, though, was the, the fact that, that I completed my educational experience, if you mm-hmm. will, or my formal educational experience. At the end of December, I started my new working Your life new phase experience, of life, if you will. Yeah. At, at the first, so so, in that sense, I I, I kind of got a, a artificial uh, connection of my work year with the calendar year, mm-hmm. uh, and, and so it was almost a reset uh, to an, an earlier period where my mm-hmm. my life kind of flowed according to the calendar year as opposed to the school year. Yeah. And uh, as it happened, the business year, uh, as, as, as we all know, mm-hmm. works according to a fiscal year, yep. which generally works from the 1st of October. Okay, so... I well, kind of, depends I kind on of, the company. It, yeah. it, it does depend yeah. on the company, but and, and so the company I was with, it, it followed the uh, it followed the federal government, and the federal government works on the first of uh, of first October. of October. Yeah, and so the the, the company uh, uh, kind of followed that same sort of that same thing in that that the first of October mm-hmm. was the beginning of the or was the determination of the budget for the following year. Yep. And then the budget kicked in. The new budget kicked in on the first of the year, yeah. right? So, so, so you you knew what your budget was going to be uh, beginning the first of October, and then you had to be ready to go into that new budget year on the. On and the, you're on making the first a case for that budget in the middle of the summer. Yes. And and so the company I work for now is a January fiscal year starts calendar year, and that's all they can think about. But my customer for the last. 10, 12 years has been the federal government and they're, like you say, October 1. And <laughs> you're, you're working with three months of additional guesswork on top of what your budget planning needs to be and, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it, it, it really, to your point earlier of these clear seasonal delineations, at least um, experience-wise seasonal, we go through cycles. So I, I guess... One common um, model throughout all of this in your earlier years as a, as a young man, a, a young boy, a young man going through uh, higher education and then early periods of, of the employment, you can see these clear delineations of seasons, whether they're fiscal seasons or uh, work review, um, setting objectives and, and budgets and things like that. To now, where you've been retired for a little while, you know, I, I first met you after you retired the first time. Yeah. <laughs> and tried, then, tried real hard to anyway. Oh, well, yeah, and then got picked up on contract, and, and we worked on that together a few years later uh, as, as that continued for you. And now you're writing. You're, you're now in that phase where you just mentioned a lot of these artificial cycles, if you will, are less, what I'm understanding is, are less and less prominent in your thinking and your planning and just your, I go back to expectations for how you're spending your time. Right. And I tend to think, actually, as, as, as an experience, I think most of us have, I, I, I will say, most of us will have, I have had, and uh, if you're younger, you, you will have at some point, is is the the idea that that time seems to pass a lot faster? Oh right? yeah, you know the years pass faster, and and I, I've realized that one of the reasons for that is that I no longer think in terms of years, so I think in terms of a continuum, and and it's it's a little easier for me to to recognize the passage of time when I go from from. Uh, uh, one period of, of starting to write on something and and mm-hmm. going through the early stages and the middle stages and completing it and the like, uh, 
I can, I can look back on that experience and recognize the, the kind of slow passage of time. Yeah. But as I do that, then I'll suddenly reflect on, if you will, the calendar year. And I think, damn, a whole nother year has gone by. Yeah. And I didn't even notice it, right? And so you, you fall into the, 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 the idea or the, or the, the, the uh, context that, that the years have passed faster. And it's because part of that is because I just didn't even think in terms of the calendar year. Sure. And I think it's also um, you've kept your mind active. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of folks um, who may be getting up to the, the age that you're approaching, I think we're about 25 years apart in, on, yeah. on the calendar. Something like that. Ballpark. And I just look back over the last 25 years. 25 years ago would have been 1998. And that's when I first held a smart card. <laughs> at a little company in Virginia that was writing middleware and laying out file systems. And just, it was, man, 25 years ago was a different state. I had one kid, not two. (laughs) And a lot has happened in 25 years. Mm -hmm. And if I look on 25 years forward, I still am in that cycle of the business calendar. And the seasonal calendar, in a way, because of the of the business calendar being aligned with that. Um, but I, one thing I hope I never lose is that sense of the seasons changing. I, I always enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And to me, um, the big changes are fall, I, because I love fall. I yeah. love I love the transition from the heat of the summer to that little crisp bite of chill in the evening as the sun is setting and just just those things like that the other thing that helps me kind of mark time or at least review where the time has gone and this is a um <clears throat> i was talking about this with my colleague yesterday of how the world we live in as far as the tools that we rely on are much different than they were 25 years ago i mean dial-up modems were if you had a can't even remember it. The um, wasn't a T1 line, but you could get a DSL. If you could get a DSL line to your house to hook into your work computer, man, you were that was top notch. But now we've got this thing in our hands, our phones. We've talked about that, the personal digital assistant and all that. But for me, it's a it's a it's a camera. I, I take pictures of all kinds of stuff. It can just be dumb things, you know. Waiting on a at the gate, there's a plane out there. I took a picture of the of the United Airlines 787 just sitting there in Singapore before we flew back because I just thought it was a neat picture to take. And I go back through these, and they're not spectacular photos, but they're markers. They're, they're little breadcrumbs. Yeah. And then it takes me back to that moment, and I can think of, oh, what was I thinking of at that time? What was available for breakfast? <laughs> you know, the stupid little animal things like that of... Oh yeah, what was I was, was I reading something? Was I it, it's a it's a fun little when I have time or when I make the time to go back through that. I um it, it's that is kind of a fun exercise for me to go back and do whereas 25 years ago yeah, digital cameras existed, but they were much more cumbersome, much more reliant upon a wall to plug into or something to click into. And I'm not talking from the social media perspective. I'm just talking about the chronicling of life kind of tools we have that we can keep it as private as possible, or we can just splay it out there on the social media, which is sadly kind of become a thing. But anyway. I'm sorry, we have to, had to stop in mid-conversation and wave at uh, folks walking oh, yeah. by. So uh, is it, I'll, I'll plant a seed for a, for a future uh, discussion because you, you've touched on it a little bit or there, but, but it, 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 it kind of derives from this idea of thinking about uh, things, how, how, we, how we go through an annual cycle and, and the fact that that our, our year is off of a, 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 an annual cycle. Actually, mm-hmm. I'll make two observations. Sure. One, one because I was totally taken aback when I, I sat down with my 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 eldest daughter's husband's father. Mm. Had a conversation with him the first time I met him when uh, ten years ago or so, 
And we, we sat at dinner. We were in the Fonda San Miguel, mm-hmm. 10 or 12 or 15 of us around the table. And he and I were seated together. And so we, we were trying to figure out something to chat about. And it turns out that he lives on, and I guess his another son ran an avocado farm mm. in California. And so he started talking to me about avocado farming. Well, what was fascinating about that is that avocado farming, apparently, as I understood it, and I'm, mm-hmm. I may have misunderstood some of it, but as I understand it, avocado farming doesn't work on an annual basis. The, the, the avocado develops and develops fruit and ripens on something like an 18-month cycle, not a 12-month cycle. It's almost like the pine tree, which is a two-year cycle. Yeah. And so it's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when, 18, when you start to you're like, going to be doing stuff at different times, seasons. Yeah. yeah. I've, 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 I raised cotton, grew cotton as, as, as a youngster. I, 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 my, my dad gave me a cotton allotment, his cotton allotment. And I, I was a cotton farmer, mm-hmm. you know, and it, mm-hmm. that worked on an annual basis. I, I knew what, had, what, what had to be done at what time of the year. Mm-hmm. And as I was, I was trying to figure out how to do avocado farming. I thought, I thought, how do you, how do you keep track of that? You know, yeah. you, you got to have a six you, month sliding scale one way or the other. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be, so that's that. Yeah. Is, so mm-hmm. on the one hand is, is the idea that, that sometimes we, we run into things that don't run according to an annual cycle and we got to figure out how to, how to, how to do that. How to work with the, but the other, then the other thing that was occurring to me that, that I'll, I'll toss out as a, as a, something to, for you to think about on a, for a future conversation, uh, because I, I've been pondering on this, uh, literally writing on this in my journal for the last uh, several weeks, is think back on that one special, in my case, it's one special summer, mm-hmm. you know, and and. We have these special summers, we, or we may have a special year or, or so, but there, there's, there's, there may be one that stands out. Well, there, there is one. There may be many that stand out, but yeah. there's, there's probably one that, that stands out in stark contrast to the rest for whatever reason. And so think about yeah, that. Just throwing it out, I would say summer school during grad school. Yeah. I never had a summer like that with all those things coming together in one place, it was pretty cool. So, uh, you yeah. know, as I say, a future topic, uh, going into that in some detail might be interesting. In my case, it mm-hmm. was it was 1960, summer of 1962. And, and so I was uh, between my junior and senior year in high school, and again, for a future mm-hmm. conversation. Sure. But that was, that was very profound, and, and as I've... As I've tried to write about that for the last several weeks, it, it, you, you touched on it uh, a bit ago. You, you remember something, and that suddenly triggers remembering something You're else. Just pulling on threads, yeah. And, it, and, and, and suddenly you realize that, oh, I'm, I'm thinking about things that I, I really haven't thought about for a long time. But you start that, remembering people's names. You start yes. remembering, yeah, the interactions with them. And, yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, well, that's well, going to be fun. Yep. And, and so, so I, 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 one, 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 one. It, it delves into it a little bit, but it 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 it, it was I thought a, kind of a, a, an interesting commentary on on the development of society mm-hmm. during that summer. Uh, there were there were a couple of songs that that were popular on the hit parade, right? Okay. That, that I I, I re- well remembered, right? They yeah. they were teenage teenage heartthrob songs, right? Uh, and so I remembered that. I remembered those songs. Remembered that music, and I associated it with that summer. Well, mm-hmm. about uh, ten years ago, or maybe twelve years ago, I was sitting in a hotel in the the executive lounge, mm-hmm. uh, uh, waiting for the evening uh, to come around so that I could catch a cab and go catch a flight back to the United States. It left at two a.m. in the morning. Yeah. But I was sitting in the, 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 the this lounge in uh, in a Marriott hotel mm-hmm. in Singapore, and it was ele- what I characterize always characterize as elevator music music yeah. in the background that was playing, <laughs> and lo and behold, the these two songs from 1962 were playing as the elevator music at a hotel in Singapore. Not not takeoffs from the songs, mm-hmm. those songs that those recordings by that heart from. Teenage heartthrob singer 
were playing as the elevator music at a hotel in Singapore. Straight up, not orchestrated. Not or- and, and so it was like the recording. It was 62. the recording, yes. Yeah. And, and I thought, my God, how screwed up is the world <laughs> <laughs> that... that 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 is the that, I am now that going is, to associate sitting in this lounge waiting to go to the airport to fly in the middle of the night with these songs that had a still have a, a prominent place in your heart in your memory absolutely and now it's lounge music what a what a weird things to export from the United States <laughs> uh, and for for and what a weird thing for for a hotel in Singapore to pick up on right. Uh, so yep. it's uh, it was uh, it was a strange uh, kind of a strange occurrence. I, uh, I I found it interesting. Well, I've enjoyed our conversations this year. That's for sure. And uh, I hope that we uh, hope that we can continue to do it uh, in the coming year. I enjoy I, doing. I it. always look forward to it. And uh, maybe maybe we'll uh, we'll maybe I'll at least get better at it. I think you're I think you're doing a pretty good job. I think you you think about it probably a little more than I do. So uh, uh, I think it's I, it's teamwork, Tim. Yeah, I, I've enjoyed it, and I uh, I hope we can uh, we can continue to do it. And and what what's I think because. <clears throat> In the last couple of weeks, I've, I've, we've come across each other at the diner at, at various times, that just automotive things that brought me back to Austin to do things. And we've had some just good old school conversations like we used to yeah. and, and, you know, without the mics and whatever. So I think as we can just continue to, you know, it's like, it's like when you're a consultant, anyway, you, you, those periods that, that I did do a little bit of consulting between full-time, well, it was full-time employment, but anyway, be, between salary and, and this other stuff, um, you draw on the experience that you have. You're putting things in the tank. Yeah. And so in our conversations, we're putting ideas, thoughts, challenges in the tank. And then, you know, it's, it's things we can draw on during these conversations when, when the mic's hot. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I look forward to it well, as well. We'll, 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 we'll learn from it. I, I, the, the, the parting shot is, is, is totally eclectic, but I, uh, <laughs> I, I realized uh, when I was, uh, uh, not the summer of 1962, but the next summer of 1963, I drove a mail route for my dad, mm-hmm. drove a truck. Uh, I was driving 10 hours a day and uh, uh, had a few downtimes of an hour or so that I would try to, to uh, pick up something. So I... I picked up a copy of Immanuel Kant's Critique of Pure Reason. As you do. I, I figured that anybody probably did that, you know, as, yeah. a, as a high school senior. That's just what you do. Making the paperback rounds. Yeah, yeah I, carried, I carried that over the summer, and I, I, I read at that, and I read at that, and I read at that, <laughs> and I, I thought, going into it, yeah, I probably ought to understand this. Right, I get ready to go to college. I probably understand that well. At the end of the, summer, I didn't understand that at all. <laughs> and I realized that about six or seven years ago, uh, after writing a couple of books and uh, mm-hmm. getting through consulting and starting to spend a lot of time writing, and I, I picked that up and I have that book up and I read it again, and lo and behold, it made sense. Mm-hmm. You know, and so. I hold out that hope that the, these little seeds that we plant from time to time, uh, yeah. for whatever reason, that uh, someday they'll they'll germinate and uh, uh, we'll we'll get some uh, some good thoughts uh, out of them. Good deal. Maybe it'll work. I probably will. Well, good to see you, Tim. Enjoyed it. Look forward to next year. Have a happy New Year. You too. Celebration. I'll see you then. Okay. Bye. And that was our little conversation we had at the diner uh, on the 29th which is today. But uh, yeah, so thanks for joining us for episode 39 of the Mike Newman Show. Uh, feel free to please send us a little email at mike at mikenewman.show. A little feedback on what you thought of our conversation, any ideas you'd have for uh, conversation topics coming up next year. We intend to just keep on rolling and chatting along when we have the opportunity. We enjoy doing it. We hope you uh, gain something from it as well. And that's why this is a value for value uh, podcast. What's that mean? Well, we put a little bit of work, a little bit of value into this. We think we do what we can and we put it out there and it's up to you to choose to send us a message back. Give us some information. Uh, that's that's value to us to get feedback from you on on what we all do here, what Tim and I do in this in this podcast. So 
hey, if it, if it catches your mind, uh, send us an email at mike at mikenewman.show. And uh, even more cool would be to send us a boostergram using a modern podcast app. What's that? Well, uh, check the page uh, in, the, in the show notes. It'll tell you about uh, new podcast apps. And those are apps that you can put a little, set up a little wallet, send back a little bit of uh, some Satoshis, which are a tiny fraction of a Bitcoin. Um, even as little as like in, in U.S. dollars, maybe five, ten cents, just something like that that lets us know you're out there. And send along with that a boostagram, which is a cool little message that just comes along in the payload of that payment. And it says whatever you want it to say. You got 500 characters to just have a good old time with it. And uh, one of these days, I'll get around to doing a segment where we go back over the last several episodes. We don't get a lot of boostograms, but um, anyway, basically, do a little rundown of those and, and uh, just read those back to you. And um, that's how we do it. It's, uh, it's enjoyable for us. Uh, we just would love to hear from you. Uh, not so much for the Satoshis, but for the feedback. I uh, really want to close that loop and, and see what you all enjoy about the show or what you'd like to see us maybe take a different crack at. And once again, hey, we're wrapping up 2023. Uh, hope you've had a, just a really good time with friends and family uh, the last couple of weeks. And a happy new year and John 317.